0: Welcome back to the Ride Boundless podcast with me Robert Valderrama. On this episode we speak to Chris McIntyre founder of Eagle Riders, pioneer of the motorcycle rental companies. We speak about their journey of how they got started and where they're at now. Here we go. Chris, what's going on? What do you think about this whole coronavirus?
1: Brother, first of all, thanks for having me. Of course. So, what do Thank I you for think? being here. Yeah, absolutely. So what do I think about McIntyre, Eagle Rider, and the coronavirus? I think that, well, number one, I could never be in house arrest. Number two, if I went to jail, I would die. So what I do is I do I try and be a good citizen and... There's no better way than being a motorcyclist. Jump on your bike with a couple friends, escape, live the American dream, smell the sage, the pinion, the ocean breeze, go escape, grab my daughter and go, come on, honey, you're stuck. You had to leave University of Colorado Boulder. It's cramping your style. Let's go for a ride down Pacific Beach, you know, PCH, and go to the Shake Shack. So I've honestly been using my motorcycle to escape, to clear my head and become free.
0: And practicing social distancing. Yeah. It's amazing how 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 using a motorcycle, you have your gloves, you have your helmet, you got your personal space, nobody's six feet next to you, how how easy it is to adapt into this current situation.
1: Yeah. And honestly, it's after I
0: don't
2: know, how long have we even been in this?
0: I I think since
2: March uh, ten or something like that. It's yeah. been like a couple of months now.
0: Yeah, I I got back. I was in inter- I was doing international travels. I was in Abu Dhabi, and right when I got back, that's when the L.A. Uh, airport started getting complicated. So that was March 9th. So-, so
1: yeah, so you can imagine. In one in one sense, I'm worried about Eagle Rider employees. I love the reason we started the company, built by riders for riders. What do I love to see? People smile, go on a journey, go on an experience. So I'm in one sense, we're like, okay, let's survive this batten down the hatches make sure eagle riders safe do what we need to do but on the other sense being at home and you can only have so many zoom meetings i've been riding man like last week thursday i looked at my wife i said what do you want to do we're jumping on the road glide we went to let's see pioneer town called a friend of mine that owns a hotel and said hey you're at 29 palms and Joshua Tree. Probably empty. You know, <laughs> oh, this
0: this is this is the seal, right? No, no. no, no.
1: This is that this is a, he goes, I go, I'm essential, man. He goes, Chris, you send so many motorcyclists here. And Rakesh is his name. It's a best western. It's awesome. Yeah. Get a room there. Clean, of course. Go on our journey through Mojave, you know, Joshua Tree. Vegas, go hot. When I say high five, air high five, Team Eagle Rider in Vegas. Seriously, that's what we did. We went, we turned in our road Glide, got our Ford Raptor, went on a cruise out in the mountain in the BLM land, went to Death Valley, stayed at the Panamint Resort. Guy owns that huge motorcyclist, off road fanatic Ben. His story is awesome how he bought that place. But the bottom line is, get out ride live the american dream our backyard is filled with opportunities to Absolutely. explore and social distance and do it so next week it's funny you brought up the navy seal the desert ironwood i was supposed to go dirt bike riding this weekend with my family but i forgot it's mother's day
0: that's right so that's right happy mother's day to all the mothers for this yeah. month that's exciting any big plans
1: uh actually I, it's funny because right before we jumped in here, I called the desert ironwood. I'm like, Hey Pam, I got to switch my reservation. Not this Friday and Saturday, but the next one. But yeah, this week is grab the family. We're going to go on the boat in Newport and just unwind. Nice. Eat cheese and crackers. Probably drink wine. Absolutely. Robert, have you been drinking too much when you're sticking at home? No, I no. I, I, I've I,
0: actually, I've actually cut back. Like I, I haven't been drinking. I never liked to drink at home. But I have been just bar-
2: socially drinking, right? When, yeah, socially. All
0: but, but I've been doing barbecues. I've been inviting people over. I just had eight people two days ago, you know, and did barbecue and so margaritas. Unsafe. Well, we were we had alcohol <laughs> to keep the distance and kill all the germs. But why have you? For, has that been? I swear
1: to God, at our house we're like, let's just open another bottle of wine. Let's do. I mean, I'm like, what am I? Because you got to get out and exercise. You have to, right. have to keep your mind clear. And I'm like. Man, this is bizarre.
0: And it's so hard cuz they're closing all the hiking places, they were closing the beaches, which I don't even know where we stand now. I mean, uh, Griffith Park was closed up. It's it's we're being limited. We're being super
1: controlled. That's why you jump on your bike and fly. Baby. That's right. Fly like an eagle.
0: <laughs> That's right. What's so, what's going on with um what's going on with Eagle Riders are, are, are all the locations and before we get into who you are and what Eagle Riders is, briefly, it, are all the locations open? Or in fully staffed? Or did you guys cut back 50%? Or no. what, what's going on? How is the coronavirus affecting Eagle Riders?
1: So really quickly, anyone who doesn't know what Eagle Rider is, literally, I was working a stiff suit job. I, I actually even know what a Hickey Freeman suit is and Alan Edmund shoes. They're like banker shoes. right? I was working at this company called NCR, and it was awesome. But me and a, a couple guys, Jeff Brown, Peter Wormer, Bob Pitts just got together and said, "Man, our passion is to ride. Let's start a company and create a company for riders, by riders." And it's we started out truly as a rental company, and we we very quickly, and I'll tell you that story later. Found out that it's all about the experience. Why we ride? Sometimes not even the bike. Sometimes it's the destination. Sometimes it's the smells. Sometimes it's the social experience. Uh, it's it's a beautiful, beautiful thing, as you guys know. But um, to answer your question, so Eagle Rider started literally in 1992 with a dream and our beer money and hard work and passion and the pixie dust of finding other riders is the magic, actually, that have a similar passion. So, and it's growing. It's hundreds of locations. And so when the coronavirus hit, 50% of our business is international. So just like. 50 percent. 50%. I, I, 50%. I would have guessed
0: more, but fifty percent. Interesting.
1: Yeah. yeah, it's actually in the last three to four years with Club Eagle Rider, the membership program. U.S. participation has been huge. huge. Yeah,
2: we, we're both part of it. We, we, yeah, we did guess. Well, uh,
0: yeah, no, no one. Everybody we know, we have them hooked. Yeah, I, I've had mine. As soon as you guys launched it, I, I was one of the first people uh, on the membership, and I have thirty-five credits now. Uh, which I have, you know, minus the ones that I've used. So from day one, I've been part of that. So,
1: brother, this is the perfect time to escape. It, we it, it's we a have perfect people, time. We have people showing up. Literally today, there'll be someone showing up. Going, I got fourteen rental credits. Um, okay, I'm taking that GS twelve hundred, and I'm I'm going to disappear for eight days. It's yeah. it's it's beautiful. But anyhow, to answer your question, for me it was bizarre because imagine when Trump or the administration said no more inter- international inbound flights, whenever that was sometime in March, mm-hmm. immediately 50% of our business went from millions of dollars in bookings to zero because you can't come here. You can't ride. Right. Just like us three throw a dart in the map anywhere in the U S um, if you're European, they, that's a dream for a motorcyclist for us anywhere in Europe or pick it, it could be Mongolian. Us three, we'd love to jump on Enduros and Travel and stay in yorts, and that's what you know motorcycling is exploring on two wheels. So that was a huge impact. But was interesting the domestic customer. So we turned you know, we closed and stay at home orders, we closed all our stores, but then quickly we started to find out guys that number one, we're essential. Isn't that cool? Just like car rental companies, because we're considered essential for rental. So we opened up the major hubs. So from hundreds, well over two hundred, to we're probably fifteen locations right now: L.A., San Francisco, Vegas, oh, all the headquarters ones. Yeah, there's some dealers. We're, we have a lot of locations within dealers, um, but there's a lot of dealers still closed. If you, I mean, that's just what it is. So,
0: so right, so right now, how many, how many corporate stores versus franchise stores are there?
1: Um, I wouldn't corporate stores see we have corporate we have 150 plus corporate stores so yeah. we have standalone stores we have stores in resorts we have stores within dealers and then maybe you call it uh licensed stores you know we have some authorized front, yeah. license but there's a lot yeah
0: but and a lot of them are closed oh yeah a lot of them, but that, that's usually because the business they're working through is closed as well, right? Or, yeah. or their state might be stricter.
1: Yeah. I mean, Baba Boswell, by the way, best place to buy a Harley. And he's a classic, beautiful white beard. And he's, he's a super cool, cool dude in, in, in Tennessee, Nashville. And you know, Boswell's Harley Davidson, if he closes his store, even though we're in there, we got to close too. Right. So, but, but. Everyone's opening up, and he didn't close. He's 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 just like us. They're starting to open up everywhere. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah.
2: So I did have a question um, uh, because um you mentioned that you started in 1992, right? And um and I heard um and I heard in one of your in the new in the LA Times I think article that when you guys started there was um there was problems to find um, funding. From banks and loans and stuff like that, and and I found really interesting that um the it seems like financial entities don't want people to get motorcycles because even personal loans they give you one for a car but not for a motorcycle it seems really weird and I and, and I'm Limited. sure you guys went through crazy times to find you know I think until a third partner or somebody joined um and that's how you guys got funding uh, there
1: it was hard times to find it brother. The way we got funding is like you. So that's a that's hilarious. I love that you've read that old. I mean, there's so many old stories. But when we started it, we thought, yeah, we're going to create like the enterprise, a Hertz rent-a-car, mm-hmm. except motorcycling. Oh, well, that's going to be easy. We'll be able to go to banks. My old contacts were NCRs in their financial division. Oh, I'll go to some of the banks that I know and the presidents of VPs. They'll give us an asset loan. If I told you how many times, how many meetings in 92, 93, that we would walk in, give our presentation, yeah, think of Hertz, rent a car, but for motorcycles. The word motorcycle just cancels everything. Okay? Yeah. They're like, you what? Number one, they're worried about liability. They tip over. They crash. Nobody's going to do that. And so we got shot down. You talk about doing something that you love. If you love something, you will be successful. Because that passion is rocket fuel. It's a pixie dust that's magic that moves you forward that you never quit. So we literally probably got turned down 20, 30 banks. Nobody. So we financed, number one, our first four bikes. We bought the next 20 bikes. We went to dealers. This was the days when Harleys were, you know, just hottest pancakes. I mean, you had to order them. It was a six month, eight month waiting list. Whatever
0: came in yeah. was in. Whatever color was there was there. You couldn't even choose. Do
1: you remember that? It was bizarre. It was difficult. You'd you'd go to Laidlaw Harley Davidson, and go oh, put down a thousand bucks, and your heritage will be here. And we're not even unsure of the color in eight months.
0: All right. So I didn't was, even think about that. It was complicated.
1: Yeah, it was pretty cool. So what we did, we thought, you know what, this is awesome. The demand's Harley. So we went to dealers. And actually, I love it. Bartell's Harley-Davidson, Bill Bartell, who's a legend. His family's a legend. Super, legend. Bill, Ron, Glenn. We went there and I go, Bill, me, my girlfriend, Jeff and his girlfriend, all of us, we started with four guys, went to Bartell's and went to different dealers and ordered two bikes. Because remember, you could only order one. All right. But we ordered two, one for me and my girlfriend. And we got financing and picked up 20 bikes in the same weekend. So HD, credit at the time, Eagle Mark, Green Tree Finance, and one weekend we scheduled all the bikes to come. So the bikes that were, literally, two bikes and and dealers, yeah, so we, we just were creative entrepreneurs. Then we went to fellow motorcyclists, we go, okay, to grow from 20 to 100, how are we gonna do this? We created something called management agreements, where, you know what? You buy the bike, you own it, use your credit. You can use it whenever it's not rented. You just have to, you know, and when it is rented, we're going to give you 30%. We're going to insure it, maintain it, take care of it, make it look beautiful. You're going to get 30%. And at the end of mileage or two years, you get the bike. And that's literally how we started our business. And we, uh, under management contract, I think we had like 150 bikes at one time. And then, years later, Banks looked and said, shit, fuck, we should have been lending on this, and that's how it started. I mean, isn't that interesting? It's
0: super Super interesting interesting. how you guys took off in that way.
1: Yeah, so motorcyclists, it was awesome. So almost like our original membership program of Club Eagle Rider started with the membership program where people, we literally had a relationship where, like you said, we tell all our friends about Club Eagle Rider. At the very beginning, we had all the original investors that bought bikes and gave them to us to rent, and gave rep share, and could get the bike. After I think it was two years, they told all their friends. We literally had fifty people wanted to do that for us. We said, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! We're gonna." Yeah. So,
2: so you basically now the 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 companies that are doing, um, for example, like Twister Road and all these people that are renting their own bikes. I mean, you know, personally, people are renting their bikes through this platform. You, that's how you guys started, but basically with other people, and you guys had the management
1: of those properties, basically. The biggest difference between us and peer-to-peer. Yeah. it's By the way, uh, we, you know, Airbnb, all that stuff. The biggest difference on motorcycling is safety. And liability. Yeah. So for us, it not really, because when we took those bikes, we own them, we store them, we have expert mechanics, some in dealers, some that are self-trained. And honestly, I'm I'm one of those motorcyclists, and I'm not proud to say it. If I didn't have a great mechanic look at my bike, I'd ride unsafe. Right. So that's what we do, and that's the difference. I mean, many people, I mean, we all know
0: it. Well, you guys inspect the motorcycles every time when they come in, right before they go out. They're, I mean, what what is the routine of a motorcycle from the purchase to when it gets rented to return to?
1: There are safety checks um, before it goes out, when it comes back. I mean,
0: it's like a fifteen point or twenty point well, safety inspection, or 100,
1: 100 and something. It's yeah. it's crazy. You're you're talking area that's even not my gift, but the one thing we know, motorcyclists, if you have a social liberating, you know, authentic experience, it has to. be If you look at our pillars, that's that's what, authentic. Has to be authentic. Liberating the bucket list social with friends, but reassuring and safe. That's why it's one of our pillars in our business model, because when that bike goes out, number one, if if I go to Denver to pick up a bike to go to Sturgis for the 80th anniversary this year in August, you're going, you know, you, let's say you're going with your wife. You don't want to break down. You don't get a flat tire. So everything has to be perfect. And it is. Yeah.
2: Even the most superficial, you know, maintenance thing, which is checking on the, the tire pressure on your on your tires. You battery. guys I mean, obviously you guys do it every all, single time. That. That but in our personal bikes, I do it once every three months. If so, yeah. So I can imagine me renting my bike and checking the pressure every single time. And plus what, every single. And mechanical. that's what
0: happens. These other companies that are out there, they encourage you to rent their bikes out, but the inspections and the safeties are not there. Um, another thing, when when you guys started, like, like let's talk about the first rental, and and this is kind of what what I remember, or what I heard was it's, it's Jeff and you, you guys are, you guys are rolled up to a bar or restaurant with your bikes. And there was these foreigners there and they were liking or appreciating your bike. And what stuck out from that story, I don't remember all the details, but what stuck out from that story was you guys were scared to rent out the bikes, but you didn't. And when you got the bikes back, you were worried they were going to be scratched, dirty, this, that, or the other. But instead, when you got it back, they were actually cleaner and even almost embedded. Robert,
1: g- I love you. That's you <laughs> actually incorporated two stories of our founding. So I wasn't even gonna think about that. You. That, that's that's so that story. So when Jeff and I we bought, you know, we call it Eagle One, we we battle. Oh, that's Eagle Two. My bike's Eagle One. So which that's my, funny. Which my bike's Eagle. One? No, yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> F- F- Jeff's F- not here, <laughs> so absolutely you won. Sorry, Jeff. No, but uh, he had a badass uh uh you know lowrider fxr yours but was
2: a heritage classic right
1: yeah heritage heritage off classic yeah. nostalgia the old mooglider mm-hmm. yeah. so we literally when we started we we're like okay we get these bikes the first step buy two bikes so we bought jeff and i ordered bikes and you we know well let's go up the coast and our first little journey this is like 1991 we're still working big somewhere sure. big sure yeah You actually, you're good. Of course, you got to go to San Francisco, Big Sur. We're at the Fernwood Motel, which is just south of Big Sur, or just north of Big Sur. One of the two. It's a cool, badass place. There's a bar in the center. Behind the Fernwood is the only albino sequoias in the world. You Did probably not didn't know, know that. that. No, that's crazy. Oh, there's an entire albino, I'm segwaying here, but an entire albino qu- uh, grove where it was cut down because they thought they saw the the white and they thought it was dead. voyageries, right. but they're not. So anyhow, that's amazing. Um, Jeff and I are cruising up there and just on our personal journey, like we've all done a hundred times on bikes and are people going to rent? We're dreaming. We're putting the business plan together. We're talking about it has to be global because Americans want to go overseas and. Overseas people want to come see the American dream on road, off road, start street, start with Harley. Cause a Harley craze is hard. So we're literally outside at the Fernwood. They have a little gas pump down the way and we're filling our bikes up and four Germans or a couple Germans and, and, and a Mustang convertible pull up. And that's why I always say like Hertz in a car, right? But for motorcycles, they pull up and they go, Oh man, that's just like Arnold Schwarzenegger and the Terminator. That is so fucking cool, man! <laughs> is that a head and soft tail? No, it's a move glide. It's a move glide. You can oh my god, losing their mind. You remember that like that craze of when motorcycling those models? Oh man, low rider is so much cooler! And and you and, guys
0: were already working on a business plan during this. time. That's it. Yeah,
1: okay. it was and it was called Easy Rider. Right, right. Not even Eagle Rider. That's a whole other story. Okay. But the bottom line is, we're filling up our gas tanks and you know i'm like 25 i'm like oh man this is so cool <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they they looked at each other somehow it happened they're like they looked at each other in the car and they said only if Hertz would rent a motorcycle a motorcycle when did that have been great and we're thinking of this we're like is this a coincidence is this an angel is it from god and so we're just like inspired going
2: it was a it was a white uh sequoia
1: yeah isn't that weird? No, but I mean, I think, by the way, I I am a guy that believes in destiny. Yeah. And I believe there's whispers that happen in life. Absolutely. And it's up to us to choose if we want to go down that path. If we want to listen. So we put this business plan together. We're inspired by that moment, that first little journey of clear your mind. We come back. We find Peter Warmer because we're not operators. Jeff right. and I, we're dreamers. We're entrepreneurs. Um, Jeff's more financial. I'm more a visionary on Strategy and we, you know, a marketing. And so we're like, who's going to go ahead and do the pickup and drop offs and the safety point checks and service and tech? So we found this guy named Peter Wormer who did it for, they were bigger than Cruise America. It's called Go Vacations, the largest RV rental company. And we met him and lo and behold, he loves bikes and fellow motorcycle enthusiasts said, I'm out of here. I'm the VP of Go Vacations. I'm now your partner and put some money in and and that's literally so the first four bikes in the garage was in Peter Wormer's garage we decided we have to have to it's a global business we worked with Lufthansa travel agency marketed come to america live the american dream and our first four guys who came were from Vienna, Austria and they showed up That's right Austria yeah they showed up in San Pedro Classic American. I mean, all good things start in a garage, right? So, oh, it, I believe if you don't I,
0: have a garage, get a garage because all great things come out of a garage.
1: And Peter, let me give you a little background of Peter. He's an engineer, German. Actually, he would say he's Bavarian. So, when his garage opens, it's a classic California garage It you know, rolls up a giant slab and shaking. It's kind of warped. Yeah. That opens up as these four Austrians pull up in a in a taxi and they're like what the hell did we just get into and the garage opens up there's a broken down jet ski peter has a lay the drill press you know a, like like a good american german garage mm-hmm. yeah and there's four brand new harley Davidsons sitting there and these guys huge strong stoic austrians come walking up and i they look at each other was us like What the hell (laughs) did we just get into? We're paying $120 a day. It's October. We're going to go live the American dream. It's 1993. One of them, I'll never forget, came walking up. And these are brand new bikes, like 500,000 miles on. Pulls out a tread depth to check the tread on a brand new bike. I was like, oh, man, These these guys are a trip. They go on a journey. They're gone for 13 days. This is before... Really, cell phones. Think of that. It's pretty trippy. It's
0: definitely before cell phones. So, I think 97, 98, they started picking up. But go ahead.
1: They go on this journey. And we're like, man, are they going to crash? Are they going to steal these bikes? And this is it. This is our first test. It has to be international. They don't speak very good English, but pretty good. They go on this journey. They're gone 13, 14 days. They come back. We're waiting all day long, and they roll up. And to your point, Robert, they rolled up. Bikes were cleaner. I mean, how do you get cleaner than a brand new bike? They did. They literally polished every piece. It didn't even look like it went on the road with 2,500 miles. Part of the journey was taking care of their baby.
2: I I would love to hear their side of the story. They probably went off-road, destroyed the bike, and (laughs) then they had to have everything replaced.
1: (laughs) So that's hilarious. Actually, I thought... Uh, um, and and they Suspicious pull they thing. I was I was like what what the why is it cleaner? Check the VIN number. <laughs> they pull out of the saddlebags and go McIntyre, come the stoic big Austrian dudes, come up, hug us, give us bottles of Jack Daniels, say we're taking you to dinner. We want to tell you the story of our American dream, and we're just like this is unbelievable. Not only are they willing to pay for these bikes one hundred and twenty dollars a day. You want to buy us dinner? And at dinner, Santa Monica Fish Company, great place. We're sitting back, and Jorg Gurner, I mean, there's two brothers and, and two of their friends. Jorg looks at us and starts telling a story about him and his brother. They grew up in Vienna, Austria. They had two posters on the wall, one of their Olympic hero, Franz Klammer, gold medalist, downhill, and one of Elvis sitting on a Harley Davidson. And he started talking about someday, someday when they're little kids before they go to bed, go to bed, you know, William, go to bed. They would talk about coming to America and living the American dream on a Harley. And as they're telling the story, he started to weep and cry. And Jeff and I, we thought we were creating a rental business. and Much more. Yeah. We looked there and we said, this isn't about... This isn't about rentals. It's about dreams. It's about dreams coming true, true, in two wheels, and that was the beginning of, I mean, literally, we rent dreams is one of our trademark slogans. That happened. We're not a rental company. We're not a tour company. We're not a membership, a subscription company. We're a motorcycle experience company that puts smiles on your face. That's right. I mean, I, and that,
0: and gets us to try bikes that we were not used to, and then end up buying it. Is that, is that what you did which
2: which yeah. is why yeah which is an, another one of the points i was going to bring up because i saw another interview of you on um on veg in one of your booths in vegas in one of the trade shows and and you mentioned that it's great that the club membership is great for a for a new rider who rents bikes until he figures out what which bike does he want to buy what he should buy. get
0: and what he should purchase but
2: i don't think it's just that because we are we've been riding for at least i've been riding for 20 years almost and you probably longer because he must be like fifty-four or fifty five oh, right now. Thank you. And um <laughs> and 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 we did exactly the same thing about three months ago.
0: Well, back we, back in December we did the exact same thing. I, I come from a long line of Harleys, Harleys, Harley's Street, Glides, Road, Glides, Dinas, FXDXTs, etc., well, in December, we came to Eagle Rider. We used our membership. We got the GS twelve uh, G, GS or GSA?
2: It was a GS 1200.
0: Yeah, a GS 1200. And we took it to Joshua Tree. And we planned the whole trip and stayed out there and met the family and, and barbecued. And we had a great time. Came back and um, I had an appointment to trade in my dinah. And I traded in my dinah in about a 2020 streak line. But because of this trip, I was like, I need a GSA.
1: No, you don't. You yeah. just yeah you, exactly well, you no, I, 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 I don't but we ended up
0: <laughs> but i had it to powder coat and i had to put custom windshields and i but you're right you you don't now i have two bikes that i'm like i could have just got these at eagle rider for 30 bucks and now you guys added more memberships which we'll discuss uh soon but you're you're right with with the membership or with your guys' system you can go to any of almost 200 locations and pick up a bike and to add to your point as well, what makes you different from you know privately private rentals or renting from a Harley shop is that you can rent from L.A. and drop off in Florida. You can rent from Chicago and drop off in L.A. And I don't think anybody does that. Except yeah, tell for, the
2: owner, tell the owner of a bike, a local bike, that you're gonna drop it off I three thousand miles away from I their love house. You guys,
1: you guys are like our marketing team. No, oh, but well, seriously, it's, not that. it's a and, truth.
0: And, and, and last thing. You know, we've, since we've launched this podcast, there's been so many experienced stories of, of, of joy and happiness, you know, um, of people bringing Eagle Riders up. And that's why we're here and we're, we're honored. That's, we want to know what are the secrets and we want to know more. But how, how, how did you guys start that? When did so, you get to that point?
1: So it's interesting that you brought up membership. Um, honestly, we always thought, wouldn't it be great? Number one, Motorcycles are expensive. It's expensive. It's a it's it's awesome um, to buy a new one. I mean, what did that whether you bought that GS or Street Glide, pick it.
0: It's it's over sixty thousand dollars in motorcycle that I have in my garage. That's Ouch. crazy. It's beautiful. I mean, the only reason I was able to get away with it is because they gave me my dyno was paid off, and they almost gave me you know over fifteen plus. You know, I got a discount, so whatever. I'm financing seventeen, and then the BMW, same thing, big down payment. But for anybody else, it's $60,000 in, in motorcycles.
1: So when we started, you know, this business, it was primarily Harley is probably almost exclusively Harley. We had, we had other bikes, but you know, some gold wings and this and that, but I will tell you, people would early on say, so McIntyre, what is your favorite bike? What Harley? And I'm like, first of all, I'm not even sure it's a Harley, even though I'm a Madison, Wisconsin guy. I, love harley davidson the brand what it represents i love their bikes i love them even more now they're engineer it's they're awesome it's a great story but when you talked about like the gs man, once you start going off-road the venture touring i mean do i love a super Tenere from Yamaha? do i love the honda african twin i love both those bikes do i love the new ktm man the new ktm 1200 even the 790s the 790 by the way the 790 for my size my feel i like small like i actually almost prefer a 250 dirt bike over my 450 ktm why it's just more nimble it's just but i'm telling you it just depends it honestly depends what day what i'm doing i love all bikes. All, all bikes. I mean, the new Royal Enfields. I mean, of course, they're shaking down. The, they're not made for the freeway, but they're cool. Yeah. Um, the Himalayan. I mean, there's some cool-ass bikes. Yeah. So when we started that, I was like, man, today I'm going to take this. We always thought membership. Jeff used to, by the way, I was at NCR. Jeff, when we started, he was at Life Fitness. So we always looked at memberships. And it was a growth of the membership, you know, health and fitness. When I said, man, wouldn't it be great if you could pay a reasonable price for a membership. And as we open up dots on the map, you can pick and choose and pick up where you want. Because truly, we all have limited time, but we all love to ride two wheels, whether it's on-road, off-road, in different destinations. So that was really the genesis. It's a motorcycle in your suitcase. Yeah. And 70% of our members, interesting enough, own motorcycles in their garage. So they're exactly you. In my in my
2: case, I do I, I use it that way. When I travel somewhere else, I I refuse to rent a car. I, I rent a motorcycle wherever I go. You know, I went to New York and and we went there for four or five days. We rented more. We go, we went to Eagle Rider riding right in Long Island. And Long, uh, yeah.
1: yeah, it's in, Long Island probably. Yeah.
2: yeah, we rented some rogue lights and we were riding in New York instead of like being trapped in traffic. You as, met you as, met Frederic, yeah,
0: that's awesome. The, the, what, what I like about the membership program is uh, in, in 2015, when I found out about you guys, um, I, I noticed that your your business, my guess, this was my estimate, and please correct me, but I, I at that point, I would have assumed 90% of your business was, you know, overseas, was a tourist business, the tourist industry. Um, because locally, a lot of people didn't know who Eagle Riders was, or the people that I knew weren't familiar with who Eagle Riders was. If anybody wanted to rent a bike, it, w- it would have been done through Harley. Um, and then the membership program, what what it allowed is it kind of opened up a, a window of opportunity to tell people.
1: Absolutely. I think
0: I think the stats back then were each bike gets rented out roughly ninety seven, ninety eight days a year. So the rest of the time, they're kind of sitting. By creating a membership program, obviously, at that moment, nobody's going to pay 120 or $140 or whatever the price is, depending on the bike, uh, to rent locally. But by starting that membership, now you're inviting people to say, hey, we have all these bikes, which in just LA is thousands of bikes. Um, for this small fee and this monthly membership, you can ride any of them and you can also accumulate your your um your, credits. your your credits.
1: Yeah, and it's it is you guys you're picking up a bike. It's perfectly maintained. You can pick up an x drop off an y. It's it is it's a it's a motorcycle in your suitcase. And when we, when we did this, we thought $29 a month you're in a credit. There's in you can choose one credit, ride one, ride two, ride 10. I mean, pick your passion, right? Right. What's interesting is I would I, we we had like internal bets. Oh yeah, they're man, we're gonna cannibalize our rental business. Everybody from just use whatever San Francisco when they're picking up, they're 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 all gonna join membership. The truth is, the market in LA or San Francisco, sixty to seventy percent of the actual usage of it is outside their zip code. They're exactly using it like you guys are. A motorcycle in your suitcase and the truth is if you have that awesome street glide in your garage and a BMW GS you have kids well come and pick up a 125 a 250 and go dirt bike riding and go experience I mean you can do side by sides in Utah you can, I mean, it's Robert did something really funny the
2: other day he brought his bike to service well, right here in Bartels and he picked up a, bar, a motorcycle here to not take an Uber home yeah,
0: I didn't want to take an Uber. I have credit, so I dropped off. I was getting my, my service, and I was getting bars installed. And um, I didn't I want to that. take Uber. I didn't want to get in a car. I didn't want a stranger to drive me. So I came here and rented the, the BMW. R90? R90, yeah. That thing's a badass I fight. think super badass. Yeah, I, I took it all through the Kohl's PCA. I took the long way home. There is, there is a
2: Spanish guy um, that is doing a, 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 something like what Ewan McGregor din, did. In an R90, I was like, that must be uncomfortable. But then I've seen him with the off-road tires, and filled up with saddlebags and I, stuff. I
0: I, I I probably would have added like a like a fairing or some kind of windshield. Other than that, yeah, the well, thing handles amazing. Unless you're not in a hurry. But but what's <laughs> it, it, yeah exactly? But what was funny is coming home and and, and my wife seeing me come on another bike. She's like, did you? did you buy another bike? And I go, no, I rented it. And she's like, why would you rent the bike? You bought two brand new 2020s. And I'm like, cause baby. Yeah. Cause
1: it's who I am. It's cool it, out. Cause baby's cold outside. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it funny though? Like when you first get riding, man, I'm not putting a windshield on my bike. You want the wind. It looks cool. Mm, yeah. But man, once you get an open road, you're like, it is awesome to have a fairing, a fairing, a <laughs> yeah.
0: windshield, a full face helmet. Yeah, I, I remember when I started riding, full face helmets were, you know, for for dorks or nerds. It wasn't cool on the on the Harleys. Now I won't ride a bike without a full face helmet.
2: Yeah, it feels weird. Yeah. All the wind in your face.
0: All the wind in your face. I mean, it, it's just it, it's difficult. Even even when I travel to other countries. That, that you don't have to wear your seatbelt. I still wear my seatbelt. I'm, I'm so used to that. And, and especially when I'm riding a motorcycle in a different country, I'm wearing a full face helmet. There's no question about it.
1: So you, you're going to laugh. So where did you learn to ride or where did you first start riding? Well, I'm from Spain. So I, I learned in Spain. Did you have to wear a helmet? Of course. Yeah. Say California. No, California. So I'm a, I'm a Wisconsin guy. I grew up no helmets. Yeah. And it was, and I'm, by the way, I should wear a helmet. I, I, All right. But,
0: yeah. Well, you should, you should do whatever your, your, your a, state times too. Man, Well, you should do what your state recommends. Is
1: there something magical about riding a motorcycle with no helmet? I haven't done it. It's I've done it. It's quieter. It's, it's bizarre, isn't it? It's it, a weird,
2: I mean. It was really weird. I, I only took my, so I was living in New York, and, and I took my motorcycle to do the pipes in Pennsylvania. And in Pennsylvania, you don't have to wear a helmet. So obviously my wife was terrified of the experience, but I was like, I have to do it once at least to to see how it feels. And I wrote my um, um, Softail uh, Heritage Classic about 90 miles an hour, no helmet. It's weird. It feels really weird. First of all, the noise you you get some time to get used to it, but once you get used to it, you're like you're saying, it seems like quiet, and you're like having all the
1: noise in the world. It's it is it's a weird experience. So that's how I grew up. So at first I was like, oh my god, but. But we'd always wear helmets for off-road, you know, dirt bikes. And so, yeah.
0: No, that, yeah, that's interesting. I mean, I, I've owned so many bikes. I've been riding since, you know, 15, 16 years old. Used to go to Mojave Desert. And I've, till this day, have never ridden a bike without a helmet. It's, it's, it's interesting. So, so the
1: best full-face guys, and it doesn't have to be Roland Sands, but Roland goes, try this helmet on. And it's this carbon, it's super cool. The Bell? The Bell. Is that badass? The the bullet?
2: No, the, I, the, he he designs um the one that, you know the one that Marco has. Uh, he there's a version that Sons designed for them. It's him.
1: so open, like the space that you look through. It's almost like not wearing a. Oh, home. then it's the bullet. Yeah, then, the yeah,
2: bell bullet. It, yeah, it
0: sounds like I it's have disgusting. one at home. Yeah, but 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 I heard that one was a little noisy. I I haven't tried it, but I heard that one was a little. Who cares? I get it. I like vision, man. Yeah, no, vision is obviously more important.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, have you tried the the showy hornet? No, because it's it's like a combination of like the RF 1200, which is their street their street um, helmet, and a dirt bike one. So the opening is huge, so you could fit um, goggles on it, full
0: on goggles like adventure, and and it's
2: like a wide, super wide um vision radius. Chris, uh, back to uh, getting back to
0: Eagle Riders. When did you guys let's talk about the tours? Cause a lot of people now know Eagle riders that, okay, you can rent the bike and you can drop it off wherever you want, but you guys have guided tours. Like I have one's from Chicago and it goes all the way to LA through route 66. It's a 14 day ride. I mean, how, how are those? You guys also do Baja. Let's talk about when you guys got into tours and, and, and the success of the tour, the touring business.
1: Yeah. Our first, when, when, I mean, when you think about it, even if you're riding a bike by yourself, the best adventures is over one night, Anywhere extends your vision, extend your destination. Just when you go two nights overnight stays, it just, it's like a magical journey. We all do that. Right. Right. So when we started the business in 1995, we said, okay, we got to have a tour business, but I'm telling you a tour business depends lives and dies on the guides. And I will be a thousand percent honest. I suck as a guide. If you can't ride and follow you're going to be a bad guide because so what's interesting is finding people that are safety first are articulate can go ahead and travel and experience and uh, can deal with hospitality issues. How how many
0: bikes are they dealing with at the time? Cause they have to be conscious for those bikes.
1: Generally a perfect tour is 10 to 15 or, you know, under 10 is, but, but the bottom line is, um, So in nineteen ninety five, our first tour we did was go, Okay, let's let's just do LA to Cabo, which was awesome. And if you haven't done that, have you ever been to Baja Guys? No, No, go. I'm serious. It's November, December, January, February, the whales, the Sea of Cortez. Why is it called the Sea of Cortez? Cortez would take his fleet of I think he was Spanish, right? You'd go out to the Pacific Ocean and then tack back and go up to Sea Cortez because that's where all the mothers and the babies would breed. That's where they get their whales. But literally, it's an incredible, incredible journey. Beautiful, easy, inexpensive. So in 95, we did L.A. de Cabo. And we said, okay, we got to have great guides. We have to have great destinations. And it's not always, you know, some people, it's, it, it could be, 150 miles in a day because part of the journey is experiencing the destination and the restaurants, the culture, the people. So the, all that is literally architected. And so when we started our tour business, it really started to boom. And it's, you know, you have the famous Pacific coast or route 66, but then we all started doing bike and hotel tours because it's, what is a motorcycle friendly hotel? Right. We all know, none of us, would want to go anywhere in the US and stay in a 25-story hotel. Not you really. find that perfect motel, hotel, B on the edge of a Zion Kolb, you know, a canyon. They have a perfect little restaurant and your bike's parked outside your room. That's, that's a motorcycle awesome. friendly yeah. hotel. And that's and I would even pay more. Right. And so all those things are architected and it's really pretty hard. So that's what that's what we did and so from bike and hotel, bike hotel and guides. Oh, you know what? My wife's coming. Do you realize on the tours the number of people that come that have a passenger, their wife, their significant other, their son, their daughter is over 60%. So that's think awesome. Of that. That's beautiful. So of those people when it's my wife, she'll bring a suitcase full of shoes. And I'm like, "Honey, what do you what do you do? That's why a support van is so incredible. So having van, support, backup, a maybe, trailered bike, if yeah. has
0: a backup, that's right. You're
1: stopping by Pismo Beach. You're on a, uh, and you want to try the sand. A couple dirt bikes in there, but all that is architected and it's a, it's. So we literally started in '95, and then we found super awesome people that just developed an entire business. And every what matters to a Spaniard coming to America or an American going to Spain or picket is different. The Germans, Route 66, the Wild West, which is basically the Southwest, it's it, they all have different lore and destinations they want to see. So, And having bilingual tour guides. People not only can ride, focus on safety, understand what motorcycle-friendly hotels are, When there's problems, there's always some hotel. Oh shit, we didn't understand. We're we're, you know, got a jungle. That's a really gifted skill set, and then to be bilingual or multilingual, it's it's awesome. But they're dumb beautiful.
2: I just thought about it right now when while you were speaking. The first time I rode a Harley Davidson was an Eagle Rider Harley Davidson.
1: Was it really? Dude, I, was, I, I, I would was, hug you right now, but it's I, I was, can't because of COVID. I,
2: yeah. was, I was in San Francisco, and I came to the U.S., and um, my girlfriend at the time, my you wife— You just realized this now? M- yeah, my wife right now uh, flew home, and I take off in San Francisco, and like three hours after, I'm in Big sure. And there's snow around me, and I'm in short sleeve, an electric light, and I'm stopping every single point I can until I see another eagle rider where they let me borrow a, ja- a leather jacket. Uh, so it was pretty fun. I was I had that bike for three days, and it was the first time ever that I rode a Harley Davidson. Uh, and those he ones? was going down PCH and going up from San Francisco to almost San Diego.
0: Did you drop it off, or you drop? No, dropped I dropped it off,
2: off back in San Diego. I mean, in, in San, San Francisco. Francisco. Yeah, that,
0: that's
1: awesome. So that, but I, I just
2: realized when you were talking about the tours, I was like, when was my first tour? And I was like, wow, it's the first time I rode a Harley Davidson ever. I mean, my father had a Harley Davidson, and I moved there on the block, but never like eleven hours and a half by myself no, but, riding. But
1: think about it. I mean, a tour, and by the way, a tour can be a group, it can be individual, but how did you get your hotels? You well, that just, was that it. was
2: misery. I, well, the only brand I knew kind of was Best Western, so I was just googling. I love it on my phone. The Best Westerns. <laughs> where could I stop? I don't know. I had been in this country for four months, so I didn't really know anything. So I just googled Best Western and whatever they took me. I, I went there and sleep.
0: And and you were on a straight mission to your destination. You, yeah, I you was, didn't stop or see. Well, your, yeah, I saw. I saw, Car- I saw
2: Sa- San Jose. I stopped there and see. Oh yeah, there's like a first wheel here, whatever. And I went down to Carmel. I stopped there too. Big Sur. I took a couple of pictures of the bridge, which I didn't even know what how big it was. Big Sure, until you know years after. Um, but I continued all the way to L.A. When I stopped in the Best Western in Hollywood Boulevard, I was yeah. like, "This is craziness. I'm not going to sleep here." You know, you, you, you. my you,
1: wake. you could have called the Ecuador concierge, and they would have. Go I ahead. could have, <laughs> but I, I first of all, if it's hard but to but understand we, me we right now,
0: we didn't know, that, and that, that that's the thing. I think it goes back to that where people what you've done with your business is very amazing, but there's still a lot of people that don't know exactly. And there's another reason I wanted to get you onto the podcast is so everybody sees the benefits of what you guys offer and they maximize their experience with you guys. So what, what other service do you guys provide that
1: people might not know? Oh God. So just, just when you're telling your story about from San Francisco down, so we started something. And again, when when you say, and, and I, I love that it's very, it's flattering. You say, What you created or you started, the truth is our secret to success success is finding passionate motorcycle enthusiasts from all walks of life, just like you two. Spain, California, different bikes you rode. And I'm telling you, this team, this family, the Eagle Rider family is the one who created this magic. So when we started doing this, we're like, we need to create a central res. Well, Why? Of course, in case someone has problems or a breakdown or they want to book, take reservations, but also to assist them on the road when when they're looking for a motorcycle-friendly hotel. They want to go ahead and do something unique. They want to go ahead and get a special tour of a motorcycle museum or see a bike builder. All those things are done because on a bike... I don't know about you. I'm not a Bluetooth guy connected, making phone calls. I'm free.
2: But, yeah. We're hundred percent connected. Yeah. We're, we're,
1: we're God. In the network, big time. You guys are,
0: see, I'm old school. The first bike I rent from you guys. I'm, I'm setting up the quad lock. I'm making sure my phone can get attached. I'm I, I the do GoPro. the phone for music
1: because yeah. you got to have like whatever. Yeah. So yeah,
0: you got to have your jams,
1: but, but you guys communicate and talk. Back With and the well, Sina we're
0: or se- Sina usually fold. we're
2: like you 17, guys are like married. We're seventeen yeah. people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when we ride, we're like from ten to like twenty people riding. So we have to say, on your right, you know, we're there's a car coming crazy, you know, and we go through places where there's traffic. So we and, have and to, we're
0: riding more. We're, we're typically we're the weekend warriors on the weekend, um, obviously. And we ride more aggressive. And when you're riding more aggressive, it's better to plan ahead like, hey, guys, you know, we're going 60, 70 on PCH. We're going to stop at the next two rocks. I think it's pretty useful.
2: We're, we're, yeah. we're like passing a car and then and then we're like, no car, no car, no car, no car. And so until everybody passes, you know, we, we warn each other. If there's it's a interesting. Car I, I'm going to ride with you guys. I'll, I'll connect. I'll be connected.
1: Yeah, exactly. You,
0: you'll like it. You'll, you'll definitely like it. You know, exactly. Especially when you're splitting lanes or, or crossing up cars, you have somebody telling you, hey, it's clear.
1: So... To tell you what we're doing that's cool and new. The main thing, you guys, and it's it's market demand, is membership. Our membership program is also evolving into subscription. And what is subscription? Low-cost ability. It's usership of awesome bikes. Well, what is the membership?
0: Break, break, break it down, and what are the prices? If you, do you
1: want to discuss yeah, the yeah, prices? Yeah, I mean, it's simple. I mean, it's right. I mean, and by the way, we just basically listened to the marketplace. People said- we want five credits in a rental credit, by the way, probably 70% of our bikes, one credit, one day. Then there's, if you buy a trike, I think it's three credits. I mean, because trikes cost, I don't know, I, I, 35, 40 grand. So there's different credits on different bikes, but most are one credit, one bike. The big touring bikes are usually two credits, mm-hmm. one one day. Um, so we just listen to what, and it's the whole idea is to be a value proposition, where that you can earn your credits, you can bank them, ride one, 29 dollars a month, you earn a rental credit, you bank it.
0: Twenty nine dollars a month. Yeah. Yeah, one, and that one is uh that one. So it's one a month. That's twelve, but you get a bonus one for your birthday, right? You got it. Thirteen. Yeah.
1: You, you, well, you're you have like thirty saved or something. I, I
0: have thirty four.
1: But yeah. you're you know you guys were talking about. I think someone said the KTM seven ninety, which is a badass w- bike. One one credit. Yeah. I mean. That's a cool bike. Or but the whole point is you choose your you know and then we have ride 2. I think it's 55 bucks. Could be wrong. Yeah. It's terrible. Huh? Um then we have ride 10, 199. But the bottom line is most of us like you said, you have your weekends available, you you're lucky to get out outside of covid. Um we're lucky to get away 10 days a month. I mean seriously, we're lucky to get one long weekend. So that's a whole idea. And and when we found that most of our customers renting, paying $150 a day or going a multi-thousand dollar. And tour, they were repeating also. Yeah. And and they're and and it's amazing when you look at your customer, you know, Mr. X and Mrs. Y, and they've rented from us 20 times, you look, you think, are they always LA? No, they're San Francisco. They're Denver. They go ride the Rockies. They've been to Vancouver. Cause Vancouver's awesome. So right up to, yeah, right up to Whistler. They've been to Chicago. Wow, that's a long trip. Chicago, they did Route 66 and just him and his wife. They went out east. It is so destination minded and you can't do it on your own bike. Cause I mean, most of us aren't independently wealthy that you can just go ahead and escape for two weeks to two months. So that's where our membership program is huge. And when I, when you said what's new, everything tied to that so we listen to we listen to you guys we listen to our members there's these we're, we're far from perfect which by the way I will tell you something really cool we have like a net promoter score it's like customer service it's like what companies rank themselves on MPS and CSI our NPS in 2020 um, or 2019 was 83. That's amazing. Like it's world class in the seven it's it's unreal. It's world class. And by the way, do we have people go out and attire something goes wrong and we got to save them in Death Valley? Of course. But it just tells you when you make mistakes, you listen to your customers and you correct them. So one of the interesting things and in new products for membership is guys, you need more off-road products. We want side-by-sides. And you know Jackson Hole, we want snowmobiles, so we're starting to offer unique motorcycle. Prim- I mean, I'd say ninety-five percent of what we do is two wheels, motorcycle. Right. But we're adding power sports, so we're we're testing these different things because you want the ultimate garage and just pay a membership fee. That's what our job is. So that's what we're doing.
0: No, that, that's super awesome because it, it's it's most businesses. Get to a certain point, and then they kind of just stop there. You know, even even Harley, even Harley has limited their you know their certain models, and they stick to it. They don't want to grow outside of that. Until now, now they're doing the Pan America. And now the, they're doing
2: the Street Fighter. The or...
0: Street Fighter. Now they're doing it. But look how long it took them to get to that point. And and you guys have been evolving. I mean,
1: we're brand agnostic. Every I mean, the, year, the first bike I ever rode was a mini bike, and I think I lasted. 35 feet, I was in Cub Scouts and went through Mrs. Lindenfelser's fence and inner rose bushes and tipped over, and I was hooked. But then I bought a, got a Suzuki PE 185, that yellow badass machine. I broke the frame and tried to weld it. I suck at welding. It was like a circus bike. Yeah. That was in my <laughs> high school. Then in college, I saved up and I bought, remember the red seat, Honda Interceptor 500? That was my, I gotta look that one up. But so I've always been brand agnostic, and so is most motorcyclists. I mean, we listen. Do I love Harley? That's of my brand. I'm from Wisconsin. I my mailman used to come to our house and deliver mail on a like a panhead. I was like, man, what a air, cool mailman. I wish I was a mailman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Airmail air, air Al. His name was Al. He is so Al. cool. Dylan, our German Shepherd, just loved him. And I'm like, and Al, even dogs love Al. And uh, but. I've you know, but I love all I mean pick your passion, it depends, so that's what we so you're absolutely right. We just listen to the marketplace and our members. It's been an awesome, awesome well,
2: awesome. Thing.
1: I think the big point on on
2: memberships on your guys memberships at least um is that you guys pick to leave the price lower than any payment on a motorcycle, so it's cheaper to have your membership and ride a different bike every day that you, that you have a credit. Than, than buying your own motorcycle and being stuck with maintenance and a, a well, payment every month. And all right. that. So I, I I do recommend anybody that... Uh, to get it, 100%. No, no. Well, anybody who has motorcycle, for sure, for traveling, but anybody that just did the course, um, to well, get it just because, for example, we organize rides uh, every weekend, but it, it's great to be able to join a, one ride every month just with the membership, no, with the w- lowest w- membership. Without,
0: without committing people to buy a motorcycle. I mean, let, let's talk about... You know, this is just me because I like numbers so much. But you're, you're talking about you don't have to put a down payment. You don't have to run your credit. You don't have to worry about maintenance. You don't have to worry about changing tires. Uh, the amount of money that you're saving by getting a monthly membership is... is it's awesome. It, it's super awesome. And you have access to the Eagle Rider garage. And there's always motorcycles available. Uh, another... And I guess... You, you know, know what's,
1: what's interesting about that, though? Because when we start our business, I'll never forget... Someone at Harley Davidson, who's no longer there, said, and a great guy. Um, man, if you rent, if you rent, Chris, why would people buy? Actually, membership's the same thing. People think it's a, it's, it's an, it, will it cannibalize rentals? Will it cannibalize sales? It actually does the exact opposite because we are actually getting, like when you talked about in college, when you're in college, your first time you rented a Harley, could you imagine? being able to become a club member, a member of Club Eagle Rider at a university and go ahead and escape and grab some bikes and it'd be economical. That's how you get in the ecosystem of riding. And truly, we all want to buy. Eventually, not a $60,000, but the bottom line is we all love to own our motorcycle. And you probably, I mean, we all have multiple bikes. It could be a Vespa, but until, I mean, you talk about a, try it before you buy a program that's economical without writing a check we're made for it and I think you both said it that's why I bought my first Harley that's why I did this that's why, that's why, it why is, bought this. This I mean is is why it is I really
2: it is really inspirational because you can uh, you can be in college here in UCLA and by the way I don't I cannot conceive why not every every student of UCLA is riding a motorcycle in campus because it's the best safest you know environment to ride a motorcycle yeah there's not barely any cars but anyway they don't have the income to buy a rogue light. But $29 a month, they can be riding it, you know, one day every month or, you know, every, every
1: two, three months, a weekend or something like that. No, it is. I actually, I'm kind of like, a, my dream has never been like, uh, we have to run a profitable company. You have to build wealth and happiness and make great experiences. But truly, I want an Eagle Rider, whether it's a franchise, a license, in a dealership, a standalone every great destination around the world that all three of us want to ride why cuz who it's that's a dream come true but also i view our new journey with membership and subscription and rentals and tours we need to inspire man a new generation of riders and yeah, it's i'm true. telling my son jake mcintyre he's 21 years old he goes to school in penn state now he's home because you know campuses are closed he rides a bike because, well, he worked here, he's my son. But honestly, most of his friends, it's different, it's a different time. But you're right, fuel costs, easy to park, it's a blast. It's, ex- it's well, even it's a, if it's even if, it's, if it's, even if it's a scooter in campus, it would be great, incredible. Yeah, yeah. So and, and I really believe that's part of our journeys to get people into the ecosystem of riding because it's magical. It's a gift from God. Yeah, well, what, what I you really guys believe have, that.
0: What, what you guys have incorporated too is is we've come into a time right now where this is. This is a world economy. It's a shared economy. That's what the Airbnbs are. That's what the Ubers are. That's what Uber Eats are. And you guys are tapping into that market as well. And that's what you guys are creating for people. So that's awesome. And uh, just in case the listeners don't know, even the first, uh, the smaller motorcycles for DMV test, yeah. you guys have those still, right?
1: Man, you did your research, man. Did, no, but honestly, I wish we had more of those. I really do. Because I like, get booked pretty quick. Yeah, I mean... I actually, when I moved to California from Wisconsin, I made one mistake. I just said, oh, whatever. And I didn't tell the person I got my driver's license. They somehow took off my motorcycle license. I'm like, oh, God. So I had to go take a test in California. I had like two bikes. I, it would be nice to do that circle, um, a 100cc bike or a Nighthawk. Or, yeah. But that's why we did that because we go, Look, what do we even charge? 55 bucks, 75 bucks, just Go practice after hours in the DMV, get comfortable. Because seriously, everybody like MSF, Total Control, Riding Academy, those are great things. But a lot of people just to go ahead and rent a bike and do it on their own their own time is important.
2: Yeah, and I, and I know that there's people that I kind of like, especially like, for example, my wife, once she did it, or friends of her, um, they're like, I'm not, I've never done it and I don't want to look stupid in front of another four, 20 people. So I'd rather just practice by myself in the parking lot of Target and <laughs> than than going in front of a whole weekend in front of 20 people I don't know looking stupid every time. So anyway, yeah, the I mean I, I do that, love
1: the, the course. The number of people that rent our dirt bikes, I think we have all these 125s. I'm like, that many do we have that many kids or younger or smaller people? And they're like, oh no, Chris. People take them because human beings have egos they want to they put it in their back of their pickup truck or what you know get a friend they go to the desert or be and they learn how to shift gears what's bizarre guys we grew up the first car i had i had it was manual right 6 shift that doesn't exist anymore most vehicles most people are automatic exactly. so they don't even know how to shift so we have all these 125s that are going out to the desert for people just to learn how to shift gears ride do it where they're not going to be embarrassed. They come back and you're it's it's interesting. It's a whole And then whole they take the of, cars maybe. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But isn't that interesting?
0: Yeah, it's amazing and it's very interesting.
1: So, that's our goal. You guys are doing a great thing with your podcast Living Great Life. By the way, why do we ride the experience? There's awesome people. We are modern day Christopher Columbuses. You like You like I'm. That's You love he, that. But he
0: was Italian. Yeah, he was. He was but he was, he was sponsored. He was sponsored by Spain. Islam. He was. <laughs> yeah.
1: But was it? I was like somewhere in Italy. Like yeah. is it genova or something? They're like, oh, this is Christopher Columbus. I'm like, oh, bullshit. He's from Spain. Yeah. But seriously, we are something flows through a motorcyclist vein that yearn camaraderie, adventure, that magic when you're riding that bike. And my favorite time is when the sun's setting. It's getting low. The wind calms. You can. I mean, there's something magical. You can. Mystical. You, yeah, almost. yeah, it is. Yeah. There, and it there's is.
2: something something that people don't people that don't ride don't understand that is, you can you can ride your your motorcycle to the Angelus Crest, and ten minutes after you're talking at this distance with Jay Leno. How many people would do that?
0: Oh, well, unless you're riding.
2: Yeah, I mean, you get out of your bike, and you're two equal people at the same level. Just a rider. There's no titles. There's no, there's no other. There's it.
1: no other experience in the world that put two people at the same level, no matter what they do. So I love that you said that because one of the great. All right. So my office, we're in the Eagles Nest, um, for the in Hawthorne. It's just called the podcast. Yeah. So the listeners- Right. Boundless. Right. Boundless. But yeah. listeners. <laughs> but so we're in we're in our conference room where we do our brainstorming and my office. And yeah, we, it's purposely over one of the main rental things. And when we were building it, we're like, don't you want to be in the?" Other? I go, no, man, I want to see what our customers experience, the good, the bad. And if there is any ugly, we'll fix it. But it's so interesting that you say that because the people that come through here could be a sheet metal worker, could be a retired guy, could be a father and son that one of the guys that I, I think I mentioned to you, Robert, and I was I stand up there, I'm like, man, that guy's crying, something. Oh, man, he must have got hurt, maybe a bike crash. I went down, hey, what's up? Are you okay? And he's like, no, I just had one of the most amazing moments of my life. My son and I haven't spoken to each other for 20 years. Eagle Rider, we figured something that was would be diplomatic, and we would talk at the breaks, and where we would fill gas. He goes, I just rekindled the relationship with my son, and it happened with your company. On your rental bikes, and it goes. It's one of the most magical. That's goosebumps. Yeah, and so those beautiful from social economic, you could have a construction work. We've had billionaires. We've had Richard Branson. We've had the founder of Ameritrade and the Chicago Cut. I mean, but it is all walks of life that have this adventure spirit, which is innate to yeah, human just, beings.
2: The other day, we stopped in a red light, and 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 we were just chatting with the the partner of Cano Reeves on Arch Motorcycles. And yeah. we were just right there with him. Yeah, There's that's... no other situation in the world that could put you close to other people that are in completely different levels socioeconomical and and also in terms of success. You know, like those bikes are badass. They're
1: they are
0: Super sick. Yeah, was we, it... there was a crew of them. There was like seven, six, seven of them riding through PCH. Beautiful.
1: I would love to. Put, by the way, that is one of my dreams as we continue to build the club. Number one, economical selection. Um, try before you buy. Whatever you know. That's our main goal and, you know, safe, awesome experience. But we do want to expand. Like I was talking to the CEO of Ducati. I'm like, man, I got to get some of these high end, not, you know, but it's going to cost more money. So we have to figure out that membership, but I would love to have Arch and some cool bikes. Exclusive, nice cruising bikes. But in our business, it's hard because they're not used and not everyone will use them. And if they tip over... Yeah, it's, you know, but, but,
0: but everything has a risk, and you've gone through this before. Yeah. Do you guys do anything with the movie industry or yeah, rentals?
1: Yeah. We do, we do. It's,
0: you guys have a department that dedicated to that? Yeah, yeah. That's awesome.
1: transportation vehicles or movie cars, but yeah. That's, that's awesome. Because where else do you find an entire gang of 80 bikes or something? You know, they're props. Half of them are used as props. Right. So it's pretty cool. We, we kind of love that because they bring their big movie trucks. They pick them up. They don't even ride them. Always, yeah, uh, except Charlie Borman, Russ Malkin, those guys are badass too. But uh, yeah, we do that, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, you guys, we should do a podcast on the road live instead of for communication systems so that you don't <laughs> No, but I'm sure, no, no, but oh, I don't know, but I, th- I was more thinking we pick a route, it's three days, and every stop, oh, that would be great. Check in, how badass. Live. Guys, we just went down and man, we saw dolphins on the coast and we went from Neptune's net. And now we're at X, Y, you know, that's honestly, that's a good idea.
0: That's a great idea. We could totally do that. Because nobody and, else it, and nobody's do done, that. I, I mean, some people have done like video and just posted on YouTube, but actually live step by step. All right. Our next stop's going to be in two hours. Uh, We're so going to take, you know, this, that, that, you know, make sure to, you know, follow us. That would be amazing. That's so you know, no would be cool
1: there's so many interesting people like you were talking about all walks of life that have rented for me Rider. There's, we we had this incredible group of adventure spirited people, some celebrities, some characters, but man, you could have, we could pick and choose a group of people, a musician. I mean, an artist. And... You could, Hey, so, I mean, what do you, what's your new single Gilby? And he just starts jamming. It's acoustic and we're sitting on the beach and then we pack up and, so should Go I to fi- the
2: Fernwood. Should I fight for divorce now? <laughs>
1: yeah, you, you don't have to do
2: that. We're gonna we're, start do doing that. adventures. My wife is gonna be like, uh, oh, "You're gonna bring her, man." No, exactly. we, we
0: were actually talking about that. We we we, we had a conversation with uh Ben uh, Ben Christensen, and uh the isn't
1: he cool? He's super cool.
0: We had the did you see his
1: dad? We did something with him and yeah. the fa- father. The father,
0: yeah, father and son. Is that moving?
1: that's that, incredible.
0: That it's it's amazing. And and the, what. The problem was, is we had such a great conversation with him, but he's, he's a, he's a cowboy yeah. He is. and he was on his phone, on speakerphone, driving a truck. And, and by the time we were done and we re-listened to the podcast, the quality was really, really bad. So then, uh, Jaime was saying, why don't we, um, why, why don't next time we do an interview with somebody out of state, why don't we just write to that state?
2: We well, show up there.
0: Why don't we just show up, you know, so we'll never have this issue again, you know, trying to solve the problem. And and while we have that appointment, we'll book other people in that area. That's a great idea. And, and, and I was like, you know what? That's that's awesome. I I love that idea. And now you're talking about doing a trip and and tracking the trip. You tell us when we'll show up. We'll bring but the you equipment. Guys,
1: you have a gift, and I'm serious. We're, we're all whether you're an OEM, a dealer, an enthusiast, a builder, whatever tech. It's our job. This is the generation we have to go ahead and bring. Right, grow ridership. It's a truth. Yeah. And whether I look at it as, okay, I got to monetize it, it could be rentals, it could be tours, it could be membership, a dealer, it could be parts, accessories, sales. Blah. I mean, but the bottom line is you guys are storytellers. Ben Christensen, why do we go, hey, Ben, anytime you want a bike, there's a whole list of people, we'll give it to you. Just tell your story. They're gifted. Yeah. And you guys, throughout time, whatever our heritage is, storytelling is a gift of human I you mean know, it's yeah part the,
0: of
2: who the one are. the one he just did of writing solo is also beautiful. Yeah.
1: Actually I'm honestly my gift um a motorcycle's gift to me I should say I love one to two people, three people max. That's yeah. kind of my gig. I, I'm big groups are awesome, but since you guys are three, I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. No,
0: no, we'll we'll definitely do that. Um, and to add to your point, what, what Matt Laylaw was telling us is because uh, he's launching his podcast or already launched his podcast. He was telling us uh, what, what he likes about Ride Boundless podcast and what we're doing is that we're doing this as, as enthusiasts. We, we want to know all the businesses. We want to know who's part of this. We're doing it because we're fans where his podcast, even though he'll launch it and it's going to be a great podcast. Because he's a dealership, it looks like he's trying to sell something or move something. Or people will look at it like, ah, he owns a Harley dealer. That's why he's saying that.
2: Yeah, and I mean, that would, the that would, the only agenda we have behind this is pe- more people writing. and more seeing- people writing and
0: hear store and hear the entrepreneur sides and and, and get to sit down. I mean, you and I haven't done this in a long time, and yeah. just really kick it and just talk about what's going on and and, and, and the growth.
1: You guys, we're blessed. We honestly. It's like a gift from God. Somehow we were inspired. We decided to ride. We meet. Think of all the interesting people you've met because of motorcycling oh. and riding and, and experiences and not even on a bike where you're somewhere, but you're in the scene that magic happens. I mean, it's, we need adventure. It, is, need it is an
2: instant con- connection. Once you meet somebody and suddenly you realize that he rides and he realized that you ride, they're like, oh, we we're part of the same something that, that that somehow connects us. It's it's really weird. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know why 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 do we have that connection? Because I don't think a car drivers think, oh, you drive. Oh, well, we're we're part do. of, depending on the club, because us
1: we're riders, guys, and all our senses are activated when we're riding. The smell, the feel. I feel the sun. Absolutely. The, in a car, you're almost like in a fishbowl. You're numb. Yeah, I mean, it's awesome. I love cars. I love like, cars, I trucks, truck, cars. Yeah, but, but a motorcycling's is living. It is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, I was just telling my wife the other day, the moment I jump on a motorcycle, it doesn't matter how tired, how lazy, it doesn't matter what's going on. My senses, my eyes open up, my ears. You know, I'm looking around. I'm paying attention to people's mirrors. I'm paying people rear view mirrors, turn signals. Their tires, are they turning? You know where it is in the lane. Your senses just hike up. You know, insane, and, and and that's and that's a good feeling. You feel awake, you feel alive. Yeah, it is you true. Know, versus a car, you can you can have two cell phones, text, do whatever you don't do that. But yeah, you know the stuff we get away with in a car.
2: So having access to all the motorcycles, you have access. Do you own do you, do you own anything? Yeah, but honestly,
1: own? that's that that is a great point though. So in my garage right now, there used to be a road glide, but that road glide is now dropped off. at did of Las Vegas because i bought a ford raptor and i had to get home so but right now in my garage i have a ktm 450 sxf that's a badass bike i, I can't even ride it. it's too powerful but no i can't ride but yeah. but in a 250 i just a yamaha right now i'm into that's my thing i'm into
2: low cc motorcycles.
1: um yeah i mean but it's we live a gift of God. I mean, are they both straight legal or none of them is straight legal? None straight right now. Okay. But there will be, but no, but to your point, I, I own more cars than almost bikes right now because there's 4,000 bikes to choose from in a stable. And And just so you know, I truly do live what our membership and rental and our entire experience of running dreams. Our bikes are so perfectly maintained. I used to like, well, I mean, The bike down there, actually, the first bike we own, Eagle One, is on display downstairs. It's not even in my house because to me, it means something special of how we started this business. And if I ride that bike, which I do, I take it to lunch and stuff. But honestly, if I'm going with my wife somewhere, I always get a brand new bike that's perfectly maintained because it's safe. Yep. yeah i mean seriously. that's the best feeling in the world so
2: now let's say that you are not chris mcintyre and that you are not you don't have any oh, relationship you do this you don't have any relationship with eagle rider and you're about to buy one motorcycle but you do have all all the knowledge of every bike out there you which one the would you buy only one um
1: all right all right all right, all right. All right. All right. um i'm into di- all right it's gonna be adventure touring it's not going to be a BMW because I'm not really into the Boxer engine. It's it's going to be probably the KTM. 1290? Maybe the 7. I don't know. Yeah, I, I love the 790, but it's probably the 1290. Because, by the way, you know what my next trip is? No. This is badass. I, let's hear. In July.
0: And if you say it's badass, it's it, badass.
1: I, and I don't. It's interesting. So that's what I'd buy. But I actually am. I don't know what bike I'm going to do it on. Anchorage to Seattle. I'm stopping by Denali because in 2021, I'm going to summit the tallest mountain in North America, Denali. That's it's a 21 day. So that's, that's, so I have to be. Have you, have you
0: done that before? Have you done any? Yeah. Climbing?
1: I in July of 2019, we climbed Mount Elbrus, which is the tallest mountain in all of Europe and Russia. That's and awesome. It was awesome. And, but it was weird because Literally, the guy, the guy I went with is a mountain climber. I mean, he's a mountaineer, and uh, his name's Eric Severson. He's awesome. He's a warrior. But when we we're doing this in July, it was sixty mile an hour winds, thirty below wind chill, not even wind chill, thirty below. I was like, what the hell? There's just, you're four to five days on a glacier, and there's crevices. There's I mean. There's no there's oxygen. So we're about 200 meters from the top of Elbrus. We started at 11. It's about 8 in the morning. And this is to go, I don't 2,000, not even 2,000 feet, like 1,000. It's crazy when you're trying to summit and a lightning snowstorm hits. A lightning to, snowstorm. We literally have to go back down. Yeah. And thank God we got another window and we finally did it. Like two days later, we submitted. But anyhow, so the story: motorcycling, Anchorage, Seattle. My wife June, who's awesome, she's just incredible. Flies up to Seattle, and then June and I are gonna go from Seattle up through Canada, down through Montana, a bit of Wyoming. I wanna,
2: I wanna ride in Montana and Sturgis. And oh, nice! That's
1: awesome. This is this July. Yeah, this is yeah July July, August, baby. That's oh, that's a life and times of McIntyre, so people go, man. I mean, seriously, I'm a dreamer. I'm, I, yeah. It's this business is all you guys. We live a life that most people dream of, and so we ride right. And whether it's three days or three weeks, do it. And there's there's no one stopping us from living this dream or seeing incredibly. Interesting places. I mean, you can buy a bike, buy a used bike. You can join Club Eagle Rider. There's, you really can experience awesomeness in two wheels.
0: No, Chris. Thank, thank you, thank you for creating this for the people. Uh, you know, for the people, by the people that ride. Uh, thank you for creating the the membership program. Um, can you shoot out the websites and the Instagrams and everything else? Where can we find everything?
1: Eagle Rider.com, yeah, it's easier. And
0: Reservation memberships all can be done on eaglerider.com. Yeah. They can call in, there's
1: all the-, the connection to the social sites. And if you, by the way, if you send, we have incredible enthusiasts. If you send something like you know, I have a question or social or just yeah, I'm telling you, they get back to you and they'll. The, and by the way, whoever gets back to you rides, yeah, so they. They actually, Everybody. you can't talk the talk, walk the walk, or ride the ride if you don't do it. Yeah. It's like, you know what I mean? Mm. That's awesome.
0: That's true. Well, Chris, right, guys. thank you so much for your time. Yeah. Thank you awesome. so much, man. Again, eagleriders.com and um, we'll see you next time. Oh, you the day, I guess the next time we'll be on is a, a three-day trip, four-day trip.
1: Never forget land of the, uh, what is it? Land of the free, home of the brave, home of the brave, land of the free, spread your wings and fly, believe and achieve brothers. That's right. Thank you. Thank you, man.
0: And that's it for this episode. Thank you so very much for listening. If you liked it, please make sure to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, on everywhere, wherever you're listening to this, there's a subscribe button. Please click on it. It helps the podcast. It helps the guests. It helps all of us. And make sure to follow us on Instagram at RideBoundless to see amazing pictures and contents and videos of the people we are speaking to. Until then, see you next week. Ride safe, ride hard, ride boundless.